Cozy Nook Explorers. I'm Jackie. And I'm John. And we are the Cozy Nook Explorers. Welcome to our show where we explore the world from our cozy nook here in Southern California using the power of the internet. Yes, and it's Wednesday, which means it's time for another exploration. And today we'll be switching to a new format where we explore every other Wednesday. Yes, every other Wednesday for a little while. We are trying to keep it cozy over here, and we've got a lot coming up over the next few months, so we wanted to make sure to continue to release quality episodes. Yes, quality over quality quantity. Mm -hmm. And you can enjoy us at a cozier, more leisurely pace or catch up on older episodes that you haven't listened to yet. Yes, that sounds great. Alrighty, so today we are going to Hannibal, Missouri. You know, John, the closest I've ever come to being in Missouri are walking down Main Street, USA in Disney, which is based off the town Marceline, Missouri. And at the time, I was in a community theater production of Tom Sawyer with the Somerset Valley Players. Have you ever been to Missouri? No. Oh. (laughs) Well... We're going today, and Hannibal specifically seems delightful. Uh, Before we get into it, we have another Ask Charles question from our listener, Daniel. Our producer, Charles, is a man of mystery, the Banksy of podcast producers, and prefers to keep his personal life personal, but he has kindly agreed to answer some listener questions. Daniel asked, if he was Mary Mary Quite Contrary... How would his garden grow? Hmm, interesting question. And Charles's answer is, with silver bells and seashells and beep-beeps all in a row. Do you know what he means by that? His answers are very mysterious. I have no clue. All right. Uh, And one final bit of housekeeping before we get into Hannibal. Uh, What's keeping you cozy, Jackie? Well, John, what's keeping me cozy this week is walking lamb chop. Oh my goodness, this is like my favorite one ever. So since we moved to California, I have had the absolute joy of walking lamb chop, the cutest poodle to ever live. And it's been so much fun. She's a great walker. She's really good on the leash with her little harness. It's got stripes on it. It's great. We have a loop that we do when we walk up the street and around the cul-de-sac and back. It's so nice to get fresh air and to watch her prance. She literally prances. It's so great. Uh, And what's the best time of day to walk lamb chop? Well, especially during the heat wave here in California, mornings and evenings. I usually walk lamb chop in the evenings, though she does get morning walks. Oh, nice. And uh, how long is a uh, a ideal walk for lamb chop? So I believe the ideal walk for lamb chop is about 10 minutes. I one time tried to take her on a 20-minute walk, and she was not very happy with me. So I think that 10 minutes is a good amount for her. (laughs) (laughs) So, John, what's keeping you cozy this week? Uh, What's keeping me cozy this week are uh, weights covered in foam. Hmm. Like uh, like like weights that you would use to lift with, like squishy. Uh, yes, but they hmm. are they are covered in a a foam material that makes them easier to hold. 
Oh, that sounds nice. Now, how many pounds are your foam-covered weights? Uh, they do not go over five pounds. Mm, that's a cozy amount of weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a very very small amount of weight, but I I, uh, I purely. Uh, uh, I am not going for like serious resistance training when I when I use mm, those. I use three pound weights. Those are <laughs> that's my max out right now. Oh, Maybe nice. I'll build up to the five pound. Um, but um, so what types of workouts do you like to do with your foam weights specifically? Oh, um, purely, purely uh, calisthenics with the uh, with the foam weights, uh, and it's uh, it's just for uh, for keeping my hands. Uh, uh, from from getting hurty from the weights. Aw, that's <laughs> nice. All right, uh, shall we uh, explore uh, Hannibal, Missouri? Yeah, I'm so excited. Let's go. I want to begin our exploration of Hannibal, Missouri by talking about a boy whom I had never heard of before. His name is Tom Blankenship. Uh, now, I am sure a lot can be said of him. But I want to give you a quote on what Mark Twain said of the boy. He said, quote, He was ignorant, unwashed, insufficiently fed, but he had as good a heart as ever any boy had. His liberties were totally unrestricted. He was the only really independent person, boy or man, in the community. And by consequence, he was tranquilly and continuously happy and envied by the rest of us. If this kid is starting to sound familiar, it is because he was the inspiration for the main character in one of the most iconic novels in American history. The character's name and the novel are Huckleberry Finn. Actually, the novel's name is The Adventures of Huckleberry <laughs> Finn. Uh, you are correct. Uh, and he grew up with Mark Twain in the town of Hannibal, Missouri. There is so much to explore in terms of Mark Twain, like the fact that his name was originally Samuel Clemens, and that was his name at the time when he lived in Hannibal. Uh, a more than significant portion of Hannibal, Missouri today is dedicated to Samuel Clemens. As expected, this location has a ton of spectacular views of the Mississippi River. I thought we might switch gears before we get even deeper into the Mark Twain stuff and talk about another famous person who was born in Hannibal. I'm talking about Maggie Tobin. Uh, well, if you've heard of this person uh, at, at all, uh, you would know her by her married name. Mm, actually, if you have heard of her, you probably know her by her title. Title? Or nickname, you know. Oh, oh, the, the unsinkable, unsinkable Molly, Molly Brown. Brown. <laughs> yes. Uh, the first time I had heard of her was uh, for the movie Titanic, where Kathy Bates played her. This woman was off the charts cool. So not only did she survive the Titanic, but there was also a musical written about her. Uh, and that is a bit confusing because there's uh, a musical called Titanic, but there's also a musical called The Unsinkable Molly Brown. There were two musicals <laughs> written about her. Well, 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 Titanic is not two, a... John. Oh, never two, John. Never mind. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, um, the real-life Molly Brown uh, was a total rock star. Uh, while she was on Lifeboat 6 of the Titanic... She was the only one who argued with Robert Hitchens, who was in command of the lifeboat, to go back and rescue more passengers. He refused because he was afraid the Titanic would cause suction and that it would cause the lifeboat to sink. Uh, 
She then told him that she would throw him off the lifeboat if he didn't go back and sit, try to save some people. Oh, well, that was nice of her. <laughs> you know, on top of all of that, she was a huge philanthropist, and not just with her large al- amounts of money. She also spent countless hours volunteering for a great deal of causes. And she grew up poor. Um, her goal in life was to marry rich, um, uh, like, a, like a rich husband, so that he could take care of her father. And then she ends up meeting and she falls in love with J.J. Brown, who unfortunately was also quite poor. She decides to marry him, and then his mining company ends up striking it rich. And J.J. Brown ends up becoming stupid rich. And that's how she ended up being on the fancy-schmancy part of the Titanic. (laughs) So you can visit her childhood home while you're in Hannibal. Okay, now that we've gone on, I think it was two tangents, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. let's get re-centered here. So... Hannibal, Missouri is about 10,534 acres, which is about 21.1 Disneyland. And this place looks like Disneyland. Well, the Main Street USA portion, but not the rest. Um, well, well, also the steamship. Okay, yes, it does have some similarities. Uh, those steamships come in handy because Hannibal is located on the western shore of the Mississippi River and is right at the edge of Missouri. You can look across the river and you can actually see the state of Illinois. So Hannibal was established in 1819, which is actually two years before Missouri would become a state. Like much of America, Hannibal, as well as the entire state of Missouri, were developed and built using slave labor. Uh, Right across the river, Illinois was a free state, so you could look across and see freedom. Before Hannibal was established, the area was home to the Mound Builders and Missouri Indians, but settlers took the land. A lot of buildings from the 1800s are still around today, and they even have a historic Hannibal section. Uh, Part of this history is a place called Lover's Leap, and um, along with this place is a story that's kind of like a Native American Romeo and Juliet. In the story, a boy and a girl from warring tribes that are in love choose to throw themselves off a cliff next to the Mississippi River rather than be divided. And you can visit uh, where this supposedly happened now, um, but they have graciously put up a guardrail to keep others from joining their fate. Oh, you know, I want to talk about the Big River Steampunk Festival. Uh, Should we take a quick break and talk about it when we get back? Yeah, that sounds good. See you soon. In every person, there are at least two voices. Two halves of a whole. A voice that says you probably shouldn't do something. And a voice that says you should do it so many times it will destroy you. Oh dear. In the gym, I go hard. But my hands get very blistery after I do that. Are you afraid of blisters? Yes, because they hurt and are unpleasant to others when I give handshakes. Who cares about others? I do, which is why I use foam on my weights to make it more comfortable and to keep me from getting blisters. That foam is weak, and you are weak. Yes, I am weak, but that's the first step toward getting stronger. That, um, I mean, you're... You're right. I I think I need to go into therapy. You do, and you should try foam on weights. Wow, that, that does feel soft. Foam on weights. 
soften the things that are hard. Okay, so there's lots of steampunk festivals, but they are usually in convention centers. The Big River Steampunk Festival takes place in historic Hannibal, so everyone is dressed up super cool, and they get to walk around and be all old-timey and take old-timey pictures. If you're wondering what steampunk is, uh, think... Uh, how Victorian England would see the future and dress that way. Yeah, it's so great. It's so <laughs> much fun. And it, this festival looks awesome. I would definitely plan a trip to Hannibal around being able to go to this festival, or even if I wasn't going to the festival, being able to, um, you know, go take a look and see all the neat stuff that they have and how amazing the people's um, outfits are. You can also visit Mark Twain's boyhood home. Yes. And, oh. and right across the street, you can visit the home of Laura Hawkins, who is the real-life Becky Thatcher from Tom Sawyer. And they have a sign in front of her house that says, Becky Thatcher's house. And did you know that Hannibal has an official Tom Sawyer and Becky Thatcher that walk around the town and talk to people in character? So is it like actual children? I, you know, I think so. Like teenagers, something like that. Or maybe like late teens. I saw some photos. They definitely looked young. Not, Not super young, obviously, but, you know, young. Well, maybe we'll run into them. <laughs> oh um, my gosh, that'd be so cool. Oh, I'd um, love to. Uh, Hannibal has, at least after the pandemic, um, Hannibal has a lot of great tours and activities. Yes, so there's the Hannibal Trolley Tour that you can hop on and off of the trolley. Um, the Mark Twain Riverboat Ride on the Mississippi River, which takes you on those uh, steamships we keep talking about. There's the Mark Twain Memorial Lighthouse that was built for Mark Twain's 100th birthday. It's not the original one because it was destroyed in a storm, but they rebuilt it and you can see the newer one from the 1960s. And then there are the spooky tours. Yes, these are the tours that I will probably skip because they are too spooky for me. (laughs) Uh, First, there is the Mark Twain Cave and you can take a tour and see the cave that Mark Twain talks about in Tom Sawyer. Uh, They even discovered his signature in the cave in uh, 2019. Uh, oh, um, can I tell the story about the man and his daughter? Nope. All right. Um, well, if you have a strong stomach, look up Joseph Nash McDowell um, because he had an uh, interesting use for the Mark Twain cave in the late 1800s. Um, this all happened in Cave Hollow, Missouri which literally says uh, in its population, um, its population sign, I should say. uh, (laughs) Adventure jar. Adventure jar. um, Six people and a cat. Oh, I would love to meet that cat. (laughs) So once you've gone on the spooky cave tour, it's time for the even spookier haunted Hannibal ghost tour. It's a nighttime tour of historic Hannibal, and you even go to a cemetery. It's not the cemetery from Tom Sawyer, though. That one no longer exists, but it still looks really neat, and I bet it's so spooky at night. Too spooky for me, honestly. I'm not going on this tour. I'll go on the tour. Um, And what will you be doing while I'm doing the tour? I'll go to Becky's old-fashioned ice cream parlor and get myself something yummy. Good choice. 
Um, while uh, we, or I should say, if you're on this Mark uh, Twain kick, uh, you should check out the statue of Tom and Huck. The statue of those two boys is incredibly lifelike. And it is the first recorded statue of literary characters in history. Oh, wow. <sighs> well, anything else from your end? Um, let's see. Uh, there's uh, Richard uh, Gary's Mark Twain himself live show Whoa, um, yeah. that you can uh, see a performance of Mark Twain. You know, I couldn't find a bad review of his performance. I'd definitely like to see that. I mean, I love seeing shows and this one looks very unique and would be really fun to do well in Hannibal. Uh, yes, I've seen small ec- excerpts from the show and it is quite good. Um, anything else? Hmm. Oh, you can buy Huckleberry Jam in <laughs> Hannibal. You know, I've never had a Huckleberry. Have you had a Huckleberry? Uh, nope, but I've read that they taste like blueberries. Oh, that sounds great. I think I'd love that. <sighs> Anything else? Oh, the, the genie's quilts. Oh, yeah, the quilts. Okay, so if you take Highway 36 from Hannibal to St. Joseph, you can see quilts that honor Missouri geniuses like Mark Twain and Walt Disney. It's amazing. Uh, so you basically take a road trip to different towns and shops, and the quilts are all displayed uh, in each of these shops. And they mark where these geniuses on um, geniuses of northern Missouri, I should say, uh, adventure jar. <laughs> uh, it's where they lived or worked or born or you know some significant portion of their life. And we will include a link to the roadmap. Oh, what a fun road trip. We're going to have to do that, too. There's so much to do. We're going to have to spend a month there. <laughs> uh, anything else? Um, that's it over here. Um, we'll be back uh, with our community shout out after a quick word from our sponsor. Yes. See you soon. Hey there, Cozy Nook Explorers. Do you know what I just love? The Lammy Pajammy Walking Company, where dogs named Lamb Chop are taken on evening strolls. This company is groundbreaking in its specificity. I mean, its sole mission is to walk Lamb Chop in the evenings. They literally do nothing else. You might be asking how this company makes money. The answer? They don't. They just take Lamb Chop for walks. That's it. Fueled by love and treats, the Lammy Pajammy Walking Company is all about Lamb Chop. Let's get back to the show. Every episode, we like to research and highlight something special in the community that we're exploring. Today's community shout-out is Jim's Journey. Jim's Journey is Hannibal, Missouri's first African-American history museum and the only African-American history museum in Northeast Missouri. Like many of the characters in Huckleberry Finn by Mark Twain, the character of Jim was based on a real person, and that man's name was Daniel Quarles. According to their website, the museum's mission is to honor Daniel Quarles' legacy and to glimpse at what life was like for him, his descendants, and other African Americans living in the 19th and 20th century in Hannibal. I think it's such a great idea to use a classic story to help create an interesting and educational experience. Agreed. This museum will definitely be on the top of my list when I get to visit Hannibal in person. We will include their website in the show notes so that you can check it out. Yes. 
Well, that's the show. Thank you so much to our producer, Charles. Thank you, Charles. And thank you to our correspondent, Daniel Roberts. Thank you, Dan. And thank you to our listeners. It means the world to us that you take the time to listen to our show. And if you've been enjoying this podcast, it would mean the world to us if you took the time to rate us and write a review on Apple Podcasts. And just a reminder, uh, we're going to be switching to an every other week format for a little while. So our next show will be coming out in two weeks. The best way to stay up to date on episodes new and old is our Instagram at Cozy Nook Explorers. <laughs> you can also email us at Cozy Nook Explorers at gmail.com with any comments, questions, or suggestions. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, we would. We will be back in two Wednesdays with our next exploration. Yes. On Wednesdays, we explore. Stay cozy, and we'll see you soon.